Episode 86, The Beautiful Bed. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. I, I got to get my counting, my uh, my coming in part right on the, now that we're going back to the old music. I'm like, yeah. okay, I keep counting down. I know where I come in when the guy's talking on the for the voiceover. So now I got to re-engage on the intro. Yeah, we're going to bring back our old music for a little bit here. We, we, we put it up last week and gosh, you guys... Gave us a resounding, yes, we love it. So we're going to put it up there. But because we're putting that up there, you're also going to hear from us a little bit more about what we have, like our book, mm-hmm. Stripped Down, 13 Keys Unlocking Intimacy in Your Marriage. You can pick that up at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Also, Slow down, dude. You're in a hurry to get done? No. Okay. I'm not. <sighs> okay. Also, we've been talking about this. We put this up on the Facebook community. Many of you said you would support us if we did this. So what we have put up is a monthly subscription to the one podcast. What does this mean? The one podcast will still be free. It will always be free. You can get it always at iTunes or you can come to the website and stream it live and listen to it. What we would love though is for you to support us and it starts at $3 a month. So $36 a year or one less Starbucks a month. Isn't it funny how, you know, Starbucks has become such an integrated part of our lives. And I'm not talking like yours and mine, but just like collective American society that everything gets referred back to a Starbucks. Well, because it's very easy and a lot of people go to Starbucks. Right, right. But I'm just, it was just kind of one of those funny things. Well, and it's also a three to $4 coffee. Right. But it just, you know, people talk now in terms of Starbucks. I know it's completely off topic, but. All right. Uh, so anyway, thank you Sorry. for bringing up that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we with, have been having a good yes, week. We have been having a fantastic week. What, what this means is, you know, we have finally just decided that it's time to do this. We have expenses that we incur. There's a lot of time that we put into this podcast. There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that you guys don't see the two to three to four emails we get, the messages we get on Facebook, the things that we put out on Facebook, all of that happens. And it is our goal to, within the next two years, start transitioning, or in these next two years before I turn 40, transitioning out of where our sole income is coming from the dent dude. And our money and our income is coming from Elisa's work with Leah Sophia with One Extraordinary Marriage, with Fit Marriage, and other projects I have going on. And a way to do that is to be able to have you guys support us. Mm -hmm. So if this podcast has in any way over the last 85 episodes, 86 with this one, impacted your life, and you would like to support us, we would love it. Mm -hmm. And that's it for that. But we're going to keep doing that because we've gone back to the old music, so we're going to be able to tell you guys where to go and find us and help us out as well. Wonderful. All right. So the beautiful bed. I got other stuff I want to talk about before oh, we jump okay. into today's topic. Okay. So uh, four out of eight. Oh, yeah. Hello. You're going to let that slide? I for, No, I mean... We, Please I, don't tell me you forgot. No, I didn't forget, <laughs> but I forgot to bring it up here. Yeah, you know, Elise and I just had a wonderful lovemaking 
week. Week. We'll yeah, go we eight were, days. I, I mean, I'll call it a week. But yeah. you know. Yeah, from Sunday to Sunday, four times. Three of those times were in the morning. Yeah, but one, I mean, one we've was shared. A we've shared that morning is a better time for us. Yes, and, and our kids have been wonderful. They've been sleeping in. This will come to an end this week as school starts. It'll be an abrupt shock. Yeah, it's going to be an abrupt shock. But you know, it's interesting when you start hitting on the same wavelengths at time when things like this does happen, when things like this do happen, it, it, for us, it's even a shock. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I got to Saturday and it just timing wise didn't happen to actually do four within the seven days. But I should think I'm like, Ooh, we're almost doing the seven day challenge again. And I just want to, the reason I bring this up specifically is that I've had a few emails from women, um, just asking, you know, kind of, you know, they and their husbands are not on the same wavelength and you know, so what do you do? And you know, people have asked me, you know, do we jump into the 60 days of sex? And mm, I give that a big resounding no. no. Um, for a number of reasons, but one is that if you're not on the same page, 60 days can be daunting. And it, it could even tear you apart it, more. It, it has, it has, we have had couples share with us where that they've attempted 60 days thinking it was going to be a fix all for their marriage. And it's not, um, I would definitely encourage you to try seven days. And that's why we have our seven days sex challenge. You know, when, when you make intimacy a prior, you know, most of us can do anything for seven days. Let's face it. Seven days, not that hard. Right. But as we have grown and we have shared with you, the seven days aren't always and all about sex. Right. It's about making intimacy a priority in your marriage. Right. All, all six forms of it. The one thing I do have to say, and this came up, um, this I was re- you know thinking about some emails this week, is that in our marriage, I definitely notice when you've gone a long time without sex, how you do get to be like all touchy feely. And this was something you know flash back you know three years, three plus years before we'd done our sex challenge the first time. It used to be in our marriage that if we'd had a long extended period, you would get all like grabby and I'd get all irritated. And finally I would just be fine. You would succumb. Fine, fine, fine. Complete surrender. Just do what you got to do and get on with it. Cause like I'm tired of you grabbing at me. And you know what I want to share with you ladies is that by making the intimacy lifestyle a regular, you know, making it a lifestyle if your husbands know they're going to have sex, they're not going to be pawing you and trying to get sex all the time. Because guess what? They know they're getting some. Right. And on the other side of it, though, you guys also have to connect with your wives, either emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, in other ways that may, be, may help her be more in the mood and want to do the intimacy lifestyle. It, it's not a it's not a one way street here. Right, absolutely. It's, it's not her just lying in bed, spreading her legs, and you get to do your thing twice a, uh, twice a week, and mm-hmm. she gets nothing. nothing out of it. That that isn't cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, when Elisa and I talk about four times in eight days, I would say, and and I think Elisa will say, all four times, both of us are getting something out of it. Oh yeah, there there is a joy that we both have. But it's taken us many years to get there to where it's almost every lovemaking session that we have results in mutual satisfaction. 
Almost. I mean, there are times that I don't orgasm, but you know, that's. And there are times that I ejaculate, but I'm just sort of like, okay, let's right. get this done. I'm let's tired. get it done. Yeah. But just it's something I wanted to bring up because I've seen this in a few emails lately. And so I just, I wanted to address it on the air. Um, for those of you that I haven't had a chance to email back. So one other thing I have to share, and this is just, this is just a funny Tony story before we jump into the topic of tonight's podcast. And I only bring it up because a girlfriend mentioned it to me again the other day. So we're driving to the airport on our way to fly to Massachusetts. And as you're heading into San Diego airport, you're coming down. I don't even know what street this is. Um, grape. I think it was grape. Yeah. Off to your left-hand side, there is a Hertz rent-a-car location. And directly next to that is a gentleman's club. So we're in the car. I, th- I think it's budget or dollar. It's not Hertz. Okay. Hertz is it's a, a rental car agency. And it's not Grape Street. It's the other street. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that said Grape. I don't I, know that I, area yeah, that I well. Know. I know. I, so I, there's a street leading into the San Diego airport. Is that, that Sassafras? Has, that has a rental car agency <laughs> on the street side. And right next to it is a gentleman's club. Yes. That says gentleman's club. And so the we're driving to the airport with the two kids and our friend who is dropping us off. And Tony points, you know, taps on the window and says, hey, kids, look, there's where daddy used to work. Pointing to the rental car agency because this is years ago when I was doing dents for another company and I was working down here in the San Diego area. Right, right. So and I'm so I'm pointing to the Tony's just pointing. Right. The kids can't differentiate where he's pointing to. And you just have to imagine from the backseat pipes up an eight and a half year old who says, dad. You worked at the gentleman's club? <laughs> so you've got two women sitting in the car with Tony who burst out laughing because it, it's hysterical that of all the words that my son can read, and obviously he can read a lot, but that's what he picks out of that whole entire way is he sees gentleman's club. And we had to explain that, no, it was not the gentleman's club. And did he ask what the gentleman's club was? He didn't. He didn't, I okay. Don't re- I don't recall I don't think he asking. did because that would have just tipped us even further into uh, hysterics but just one of those funny things you just never know what your kids are going to say sometimes and you sometimes you have to be really specific about what you want them to see like kids daddy used to work at that rental car agency right there yeah not the gentleman's club oh and one other thing i wanted to bring up though too uh, that we've talked about and then we're going to get into this week's topic changing it up We've talked about this in our book. It's called Change It Up. Uh Usually it means sexual position, something like that. But we've also talked about Dress It Up, which is, you know, changing your wardrobe. Well, recently, because of my insanity workouts, there's a lot of jumping. (laughs) There's a lot of, you know, plyometrics (laughs) and all that, that I decided to go grab some boxer briefs. Well, and I bring this up because today, this morning, Elisa comes to me. And I noticed her last night because I, I wore them the first time yesterday. But she comes up to me this morning. She goes, you know, I really got to say, I really like the way those look on you. And I said to her, I go, I could tell because you weren't making eye contact with me. So, guys, if you're trying to find ways to change it up, I know it's a little more difficult, but you can do it. And I learned something. Honestly, I I learned something. I was doing it more because of the sports-specific workouts that I'm doing with all the jumping, needed to hold my stuff in, and come to find out, Elisa really digs it. Yeah, and so those of you that have listened to the episode where he talked about 
what are you talking about? Bearskin rug or this, yes. uh, you when you were the silk robes or whatever it was. We have finally found something. And who knew that I liked boxer briefs? I had Wait, no I, idea. I could do boxer briefs on a bearskin rug. I'm not so into the bearskin rug. Right. But it just goes to show you that you, like Tony said, it, be open to new things. I mean, it's just a pair of black Adidas boxer briefs. But you've probably seen Tony's before and after pictures on Insanity. Did that uh, ever? I didn't. Know, I don't even think we ever mentioned it here. Oh, okay. So, uh-huh. so if you want to go to fitmarriage.com and you can see my sixty-three days of Insanity adventure, I got my before and after pics there. Please go check them out because. Needless to say, he could be an underwear model, and so it gave me something to think about. That, this that's morning. another one of my goals: is becoming a fitness model here in the next two years. Oh boy, we got all kinds of stuff. Let's get to our bed. <laughs> let's get to our bed. <laughs> well, that was kind of an interesting. Uh, With yeah, you guys, let's get to our bed. Yeah. With all of you. So uh, we posted the question earlier this week on Facebook. On Facebook, and I have to say, I think this is probably the largest response we've ever had to one of our Friday questions. Um, yeah. The, the question of the week was, what size bed did you start off your married life and what size bed do you have now? And we also asked uh, you guys to tell us how long you've been married. And the comments were flying off the wall. There are 31 comments on this and you guys are all over the place. Yeah, it's really cool. Now, we started off when we were dating, we both... Well, why did we even bring this up? I, I think that's why a cool... Why did we bring this up? Y- you know, the, the reason we brought this up is because Elise and I are going oh. on 15 years of marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you heard last week, we're going to renew our vows. Uh-huh. It, we've come to <gasps> figure out that we can't have it on a beach in San Diego because sand is pretty pricey. Sand is and, expensive. And it's all taken up on the date that we're looking to do it. So we are going to have it at Lake Poway here in our hometown. If you are in the San Diego area and would love would like to join us, hey, email us. We'd love to have you there. We'd love to meet you. So ask Tony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Or ask Elisa. And it's Saturday, October 8th for those of you that are wondering if it fits into your schedule. Yeah, 11 a.m. So anyways, the reason I started thinking about this is I'm going, wow, in 15 years, what beds have we been in? <laughs> and... You know, it's this, one of the, this also plays into the fact that we were sleeping in a queen size bed in Massachusetts, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if we could go back to a smaller size bed." We currently sleep in an Eastern King. Yeah, we do. And in one thing that came up though too while we were doing this in Proverbs seven sixteen, it says, "My my bed is spread with beautiful blankets with colored sheets of Egyptian linen." And in our book, we talk about. Radio Shack to Love Shack, changing your bedroom from this place of electronics and craziness and laundry to the ceiling and piled everywhere. Hey, we can say that because I've got it right now. They'll have that and making it your love shack, Mm -hmm. making it your sanctuary where you can go and just let go, release, stop worrying about everything around you and have time with your spouse to talk, to enjoy your sexual, physical intimacy. Anyways, this came up and we asked you guys, but first we'll tell, we'll tell you about our adventures in beds. Wow, we've been all over the place. And when we first met, obviously it was in college. Uh-huh. 
And we can, and here's something we're going to talk about real quick because I've had it out with a number of Christian folks about sex before marriage and all this jazz. When Elise and I first met, we were not Christian. Nowhere near. So when I talk about us having sex before marriage, we didn't realize there was any other way. Time out. Time out. Time out. I won't go that far. I, I, I can't. I mean, I was... I was raised Catholic. I did 12 years of Catholic school. I kind of knew the whole sex before I, marriage I thing was not. I understand that, but you were not a practicing I, okay. Christian. That I, I will give you that, but I understood that it wasn't. Right. I, un, I understand that too, but from the eyes of a believer who's saying, hey, my life is dedicated to Christ, Okay. and then I'm going to go have sex is completely different than you and I who are going, yeah, we understand that. We didn't have the we, relationship. We don't have, a, we don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Okay. So... Okay. When we talk, I'm talking from a standpoint of a couple, two people who didn't have that relationship with Jesus Christ. As my children grow, I plan to talk to them about, hey, you, you probably don't want to do this because of da, 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 mm-hmm. you know, and I will talk to them when they're at that appropriate age because I hope that they become followers of Jesus Christ. So anyways, when we started out, we started out in a twin bed and oh, those were the days. And it, it's funny because it was one of those times where, gosh, you know, in a think of a twin bed, it's pretty darn small. And some of you even say you're on a twin bed <gasps> now, I think. Uh, y- yes. I think or so. Or started out. Yeah. I got to find that because there was yeah. somebody that mentioned a twin and I'm thinking. What? And so if you've ever been on a twin bed with your, your mate and your spouse, you know, whenever you move, one of you moves, it's sort of like everybody flips and you're so close and you're so tight and you just love it and you smell each other and you just, oh, you just dig it. You know, you, you just can't get enough of each other. You're just so <laughs> close, right? I just, I'm like flashing back 17 years. And to just, those days in Boulder. To those days in Boulder. And yeah, I mean, like we would spend all night touching each other. Right. Spooning all night long and now i'm thinking like i said we've got that eastern king he's on his side i'm on my side but wow back then yeah couldn't get enough of being physically close to one another to one another and then we moved from there to i want to say we had a double at one point because we we moved into an apartment Mm -hmm. the apartment in boulder right and we had a double and i think that was just on the floor yes Mm -hmm. luxury luxury we thought it it was was a bigger bed right we didn't get our first queen until after we got married because we we lived in the desert. desert. Mm -hmm. We had a queen bed and we had a queen bed for many, many years. So for gosh, the majority of our marriage, Uh, like the first we got, it was when your brother got married is when we got the king. Mm -hmm. It was that year we were over there. So yeah. So we actually, we've had the king almost eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that would have been seven years that year. Really? Yeah. So actually, between a, mm-hmm. a king's been the majority. Yeah, we're, we just we're tipping the scales this year. Wow. So we were in our our queen bed, and this is what happened. We were at my brother. Wait, wait. Before you get to that, I want to yes. talk about some of the other adventures we had on double beds. Oh yeah. Because we had a queen bed, and then when we were in between purchasing homes and whatnot in Orange County, we were staying with friends, and. I don't, oh, I mean, I don't yeah. think we grew, but suddenly we're back on double beds or they had shorter double beds and 
I mean, Tony and I are not huge, tall people. I mean, he's 5'10", I'm 5'7", but we'd be on these double beds smushed together again because you go from a queen to a double and you just feel like you're on top of each other and our feet are hanging off. I can't remember how many beds our feet were hanging off. Yeah. And so it was such a relief to be back into our queen bed. Mm-hmm. But then flash forward, now it's, you know, let's see, 2003, we've got a baby. 2003, yeah. Yeah, because that's mm-hmm. eight years. 2003, we've got a baby. We go to Tony's brother's wedding. And we are staying, we're going to stay overnight at a hotel. I think yeah. it was the Hilton. Hilton, Hilton or, or the Radisson Mar- or Marriott. Marriott one of those. Well, the option was either two queens or a king. And did we have the kids? We had Alex. We did have Alex. Mm-hmm. Where was he sleeping? Probably in his pack and play. Oh, okay. Because he was, oh, that's right. He was still young enough. Or put him on the floor or something. No, pack and play. Probably pack and play. Oh, that's right. Um, and so we had the option to get a king size bed. Well, after so many years of marriage, we get in this king and there's space and there's just like this chasm and, and we can just spread out. <sighs> but you know what? It was almost like, that king represented the space that was starting to happen between Elisa and I. Mm. You know, the, we we went from being very close and knew everything that was going on, and as time had gone by, we started disconnecting with each other. And here we go into this king. We loved it because of the space, and we got home and saved up our money because we're Dave Ramsey folks, really big time, and. We're going, we're saving, we're saving, we're selling whatever we got, and we're going to go buy one. And we went and bought one cash. We've had that one ever since. A nice pillow top and everything. Still love that bed. Love that bed. No place like home. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm looking at it going, now looking at it and notice that 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 separation was also happening in our marriage. Mm -hmm. And so as much as we loved it, you know, I can look back and go, wow, that made us not be close to each other in our bedroom. We could get our separate sides. Or if Alex wanted to come in the bed and Abby wanted to come in the bed, oh, the kids can just get in between us. You know, again, more disconnect between Elisa and I mm-hmm. on this great big California king. Eastern. Eastern King. That's right. We got the Eastern King. We went wide, not long. If you right. want to know the difference between the right, because a California King is as wide as a the, the California King is longer. Right, but it's as wide as a a queen. Yes. Right. So we went the other way. So well, you're probably going, "What the hell does this have to do with my marriage?" <laughs> you, you know, a lot about what happens in your bed, how close you are can almost be a little mirror of what's happening with all your intimacies with your relationship with your spouse. You know, are you, are you taking some time together in your bedroom after lovemaking to cuddle, to snuggling up, talking to each other? Is it during the night? Maybe if you have a King, we, we still have our King, like I said, but we take time to make sure to cuddle together. If it's right before we fall asleep, you know, usually I'll, I'll cuddle up with Elisa on her side and then I'll roll over or even during the middle of the night, you know, I'll, I'll reach out and I'll put my hand on her leg or do something like that. Elisa, when she's asleep, man, she's pretty much dead to the world. 
Although her eyes are like slid open just a little bit. So I think sometimes she's awake and looking at me, but she's really asleep. So that used to freak me out when I first met her. Funny thing is Abby does the same thing. Abby does the same thing. Yes, she does. Yeah, it's been interesting. You know, I read these comments on Friday and um, a lot of people have felt the same way about having their king bed. Mm -hmm. That there was too much space between them. They, you know, one person said... um, Started with a king, two bigs, so we have a queen. 23 years sleeping side by side. Uh, you know, a lot of people did move up from the full size. Oh, maybe that was, there's a difference between a full size and a double. Maybe that's where our feet got hanging off mm. on those. Uh, here's one. We started with a queen, but now have a king. Been married almost five years, and my husband wants a queen size again because he says I sleep too far away from him. You know, and you start hearing, you know, we obviously have run the full gamut in this king size bed you know, from being very, very far apart to being very close intimately. Um, But it's been a journey through all of the intimacies, not just our physical intimacy. And Tony's right, I hadn't really thought about the fact that when we got that king size bed, um, that was when we were, you know, unknowingly starting the downward spiral in our marriage. And it's true when you're not right on top of each other, or at least close enough that you can touch, uh, you know, it does start to bring that separation in. If, if you don't have this other work that you're putting into your marriage. I mean, it's true. When I get into bed now, I want my space. Mm-hmm. Like I'm okay to cuddle for a little bit, but I, I don't want to cuddle for a long time. And yet when we were on vacation, we're sleeping in a queen size bed again. And I actually entertained the thought. I'm like, huh. I wonder if we could do this. Mm-hmm. Like, could we go back to a queen? The reason I like a king, and I got to say this, when we are making love, I like using the full bed. And in a king, we can move around a lot. That's true. And to me, that brings joy. And I don't think we could do that on a queen as well. We probably could. I mean, feet would hang off a little bit more. I just like us being able to move around our bed the way we do when mm-hmm. we make love. I want to read a couple more though, because yeah. I think these are great. Uh, another one from Chuck started with a double and now in a queen size, don't want a king size, want to be able to find the wife celebrated our 40th anniversary last month. Wow. Congratulations on 40 years. I like this one. Always a queen. Both me and the bed. <laughs> oh, that's great. Here's a good one. We started out with a queen and now we're in a king. We sleep right next to each other, so our big old bed is greatly underutilized. Been yeah. married four years. Yeah. If you if you're not on our Facebook fan page, you guys gotta get over there. What a what a wonderful community you guys are and we are truly blessed uh to have you guys in our lives. I, I gotta say that. A little deviance from tonight's topic good friends of ours are going through what Elise and I went through a little over five and a half years ago now they're going to be losing their child due to complications and I just want to say to all of you who've read that who've put them in your prayers even though you don't know their names thank you because it means a lot to us and I know it means a lot to them to know that they are just surrounded in prayer Mm -hmm. and you know, having talked to my buddy yesterday and just hearing what he was going through and, and I, it just brought back so many memories, just brought back so many memories. But 
the cool thing is that the one community is so strong and, and stronger than I in, in my faith at times that I love just being able to know that you're right there because mm-hmm. you guys lift me up when I'm down and when I start asking those questions, you guys are right there and thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. So back on topic. Wow. The bed. And so, you know, we're talking about this bed and we're, we're having a good time with it. This is a place for you guys to start looking at, mm-hmm. you know, think about it. What it is. We spent a lot of time in our beds, you know, you should be doing about eight hours a night. Mm-hmm. Most of us aren't, but we spend a lot of time in there. It is probably the number one place where you make love. You know, even though statistically speaking, statistically speaking, even though Elise and I talk about changing it up, even for she and I four times in eight days, four times in our bedroom on our bed. All right. So, you know, we use it a lot and it's something to think about something you might not have thought about. Maybe you're still on some old hard course sheets that, that, you know, Husband's on top and, you know, he's getting like rug burn on his knees, you know, or wife's on top and she's getting some rug burn on her knees. It's, you know, it's simple things as changing your sheets. Well, and you think about it, when you go to a really nice hotel and you crawl into the bed and you're just surrounded in those really comfy sheets, it just feels good. Well, if you go to a high class one, if not, there's the bleach. No, that's what I, but I'm saying a really nice hotel ones. where, where yes. the, they use you know, high quality nice. sheets. I mean, that that's the thing for us. I mean, we've talked about our sheets before. You know, we have these great plush sheets from private quarters. And every time we come home, there's just that sensation of just kind of crawling back into comfort. Right. I mean, we, we have gone so far on past vacations when we're driving that I will bring our top sheet yeah. with us and lay it down on the bed because we know we're usually sleeping in a queen size bed. So it'll because of all the extra material, it'll pretty much wrap us and cover us because there is that high level of comfort. Mm -hmm. There is that sense of crawling into our bed. Even if the room's a mess, I usually, and I'm going to say I usually, because I am envisioning my room right now and I know the bed is not made. Most days I make our bed. That is like the one thing (laughs) that gets done, but I am being honest that it's not today because there's something about a a made bed and oh, if my mother could hear me now, maybe this will be the podcast she turns in, tunes into because I was never the child to make my bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love walking into my bedroom and seeing the made bed, knowing that I've got my cozy sheets, crawling in at night and just having that sense of comfort and relaxation that comes from having your bed be that comfortable place. Right. You know, Investing in your bed is a, an amazing investment because A, mattresses last for, a long you know, time. what, 15 years, I think is probably, I'm, I'm guessing all of you that are in the mattress world, you can correct me on this, but I think they generally say like 10 to 15 years. Mm-hmm. And if you figure, eh, there's 365 days in a year, so you're sleeping on that thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pennies on the dollar when you go to really figure out what a bed costs you. You throw in some nice pillows, you throw in some nice sheets 
And suddenly you have a place to go to soothe your body, to be close to your spouse. Just investing in your bed allows you to create the sanctuary within your bedroom, within the craziness of life, where you can go and yes, it's a place to make love. Let's be honest, it's a place where most people make love like we talked about. But it's also a place where you can have those conversations. And we've got great pillows on our bed. So sometimes we just you know, lay down on the pillows mm-hmm. and talk to each other. We have soothing colors in our room. And so sometimes it's nice just on a, a Saturday or Sunday afternoon. We go into our bedroom and you know, one of us is laying at the head of the bed and the other one's laying at the foot of the bed. And we'll just talk. Mm-hmm. You know, we spend a lot of time on our bed, both awake and asleep. Now, and I'm gonna, if my mom is listening to this, I'm going to pick on her now. Um, my parents have a bed that is hard as a rock. Your parents do too. Your parents' bed is not that comfortable either. Right, and they have a queen. And, and here's another thing too that I do like about our bed is that it's, it's raised up. Like it's higher. Yeah. And, and I know old school. It wasn't, it wasn't, they didn't have the high beds. Like right. Both like, of our parents. Yeah. Like my parents too. It's every time we go over there and you know, I'll, I'll walk in there because the kids are on mom and dad's bed or something. I'll, I'll get in there. And I'm like, wow, this bed is small and it's really low. No. So yeah. Yeah. And so that, I mean, that's another thing, you know, whether you buy, you know, if you don't already have a pillow top, if you buy a pillow top or if you even just get the, the risers to lift your frame and so the whole thing up sometimes just having that higher bed mm-hmm. but yeah so back to my parents um their bed is hard and you know going to visit and going to visit tony's parents i'm like how do you how do you find this to be comfortable yeah and you know we've joked about them for years like we like our bed I'm, okay but really when you go to a hotel don't you like the like the pillow top the nice sheets the cozy sheets um Whatever works in your marriage. Yeah. But think about, think about your marriage bed. Think about this place where you spend this time together. Awake, asleep. You know, when you're sick, you want a comfy bed when you're sick. Mm-hmm. You want a comfy bed to go read in. You want a comfy bed to talk about life's ups and downs. You want a comfy bed to make love in. And, and you know what? We start off with Proverbs 7.16. Well, if you go to Proverbs 7.17, and these are both out of the New Living Translation, it goes, I've perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Mm. We haven't tried cinnamon. I don't think we've tried myrrh or aloes either. Well, we have. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. The first two didn't even kind of make the list. Myrrh, you know, the vanilla. Whole, we have used vanilla. We let, I, we're big vanilla fans. But the cinnamon... Was kind of I think that'd be more invigorating. Where are we putting it inside on our sheets, or or like in a a ball thing where you sort of? I don't I don't know. I I, okay. Another funny Tony story. Oh, you you just you're giving me a lot to work with. Well, we're talking about food now. Yeah. So Tony makes the smoothie this morning. Uh, This will be quick. And uh, yeah, he's getting all creative with his smoothies. Apparently, I've got all these budding chefs in my house because Abby's doing the same thing with her own recipes. But Tony decides, well, I've seen a lot of recipes with cayenne in them. Let me throw a little cayenne into my, into my smoothie. And no joke, he uses a quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper in his 16 ounce 
12 ounce. Sure. Uh, it's probably about know. 16 ounce smoothie. And so he gives it to me and it's got, you know, the initial flavor. It's kind of got this good berry smooth flavor. Then all of a sudden on the backside of your taste, you get this kick of cayenne. So we're talking and after a while he's like, wow, I think I used too much cayenne. And I said, how much did you use? He said, I used quarter of a teaspoon. And I'm thinking, honey, most recipes for an entire meal call for a quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper and you've used that for an entire one serving. No <laughs> wonder your stomach's on fire. <laughs> yeah, we've had a good week. We, we have had a good week and, I, and we hope that you guys have had good weeks. Mm-hmm. Celebrate them. You know, it, it's the ups and downs. I mean, you can listen to three weeks ago at wit's end. Yeah. You know, this is life being married. You know, this is what happens in marriages, in our families. It is a roller coaster ride. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you this. Jesus is right there beside you. He's right there beside you every step of the way. And I say that not just for you, but I say that for me. Because I need to hear it. Because sometimes I forget that. And just know that he's there for you. And we're here for you too. By all means, if you need us, I I would love to hear from you guys. 858-876-5663. Call us. Let us know what's happening in your lives. We know school is getting back in session here for many, many of you. How is this going to impact your marriage? How does it change the dynamics? What's going on? You know, talk to us. Let us know what's happening. Email us, ask Tony at one extraordinary marriage.com. Ask Elisa at one extraordinary marriage.com. And we are, we're there. We don't get, we don't get back to you guys as quickly as we'd like to sometimes with everything else going on. And that's why we are trying to move into this new direction in our lives where we can really minister to you more so. So it's not taking us two days, three days to get back to you, but we can get back to you within 24 hours, 36 hours. And with that, please go over to one extraordinary marriage.com. You'll see the support one PayPal widget right there on the right hand mm-hmm. side. Click whichever amount you can donate per month. And that will be deducted from your debit or credit card each month through PayPal. It's all secure at any time you want to cancel that you can. We hope you don't because we feel that over the last 86 episodes, we've given a lot for you and um we hope we hope it's benefited your life it's improved your marriage it's helped you see that you're not alone you know mm-hmm. you're not alone at all and with that what do we got that's it i think that's it for this week have a for those of you starting school this week have a great start to school yeah um our kids are starting school <laughs> so that's a good thing yeah all I'm right just- love each other yeah love you guys have a great have a great week <laughs>